many years ago, when I was still courting my wife, at that time, girlfriend ko palang si Alice. So, ang bahay nila nasa Mabini, you know, the Abiera house. So, tuwing gabi, nandun ako, akyat ligaw. Then sometimes, I would go home late. Kasi alam mo, pag in love ka, time flies so fast. Hindi mo napapansin yung oras. Ano. Then at that time, I was staying with uh, Bishop Ricardo, staying in their apartment, sa Daklag apartment. Nandun, sa unahan nito, ang apartment nila. I, I live there with them. And so every day, pupunta ako doon. And, uh, you know, ligaw. And sometimes I would go home around 12, midnight. You know? So, nilalakad ko na lang yan. At that time, walang masyadong tricycle. So, sa ganong oras, 12 wala ng tricycle. So, from Mabini, corner Burgos, Mabini, lalakarin ko yan pa sa Capitol, going back to Daklan. Pagdating ko dyan sa may crossing, iniisip ko na kaagad, kung diretso ako, dalawang cemetery, You know, the municipal and the Chinese cemetery. Pag dito ako sa highway, may cemetery pa rin. So, hindi ako makaiwas sa cemetery. So, sabi ko, at least isang cemetery lang. So, I would always pass by sa highway. So, pagdating ko sa crossing, iniisip ko, Chinese, municipal, o ano, Milagrosa. So, sabi ko, dito na ako sa Milagrosa. At least, yung mga namatay dyan, blinis. Well, anyway, when I was passing there, one night, I was going home. Pagdating ko sa cemetery, ay, hindi, hindi ko alam bakit tumatayo yung balahibo ko. You know, maybe I had a very wild imagination. So, medyo mabilis na yung lakad ko pagdating sa cemetery. Tapos, liliko na kaagad ako. Pasok na dito sa Sion. No? Malapit na sa Sion compound. And I will make a shortcut kasi at that time, diretso-diretso yung road na yan papunta sa apartment. But at that time, wala pang masyadong bahay dyan. Okay? Puro talahib. You know? Grass and everything. So wala masyadong bahay. So yan na naman, pagpasok ko dyan, medyo nakakatakot. It's so dark. There is no light there. So one night, nung naglalakad na ako dyan, iniisip ko, takbuhin ko na lang. Kaya ko naman takbuhin hanggang dun sa apartment na. So I ran, tinakbo ko yan. In the middle, I stumbled on something warm. Natumba ako at nakahiga ako. Something parang katawan yung nahigaan ko. So iniisip ko na, eto na yun. No? So sumigaw ako in the middle of the night in Jesus' name at pinagsusuntok ko kung ano man yung nahawakan ko. Hindi ko napansin may baka pala. Okay? Nakaupo yung baka dyan, natutulog yung baka sa daan ko. For the first time, natumba ako doon, nagtabi ako sa baka. And you know, I was punching the cow and I was shouting, Jesus name, Jesus name, dinusuntok ko. So sabi ng baka sa akin, Hmm! Sabi ko, ay baka. Umuwi na ako, no? So, why, why do I share that story? It's, it's a classic case of an obstacle. A stumbling block. You know, we all know God has, has a purpose for our life. How many of you know? You, you are not here by accident. You have been planned by God to be here. 
at this time, at this very moment, God wants you here. And you have a purpose in life. So we all know we have a purpose, but I'm not going to talk about the purposes of God in our life. That is what our theme is for this Sunday. But I would like us to understand that just because God has a purpose for your life, just because God has a path chosen for you, it doesn't mean that that path will be a path of roses. Because along that path, there will be obstacles and stumbling blocks. And sometimes, hindi natin ina-anticipate yan. Sometimes, iniisip natin dahil alam na natin yung purpose ni Lord sa buhay natin. Then it's okay for us to just run and, you know, just walk without realizing that somewhere along the way, there will be ups, there will be downs, there will be sideways, and there will be stones and rocks and obstacles. So today, we are going to talk about obstacles. Obstacles that we find along our path as we continue on the plans and purposes of God. Our gospel this morning continues with our gospel. Last Sunday, you know, alam na natin yung nangyari last Sunday, they were in a house and the apostles, the disciples of Jesus were contesting among themselves who is the greatest among them. They were discussing about greatness and you know, Jesus took a little child, may kinuha siyang bata, and he took the child in his arms and in front of the apostles, he taught them humility. To be great in the kingdom of God, you have to be like this child. Okay? The willingness to be the last, the willingness to be the servant of all, that is what true greatness is about. So yun ang teaching ni Jesus, nandun sila sa bahay. Then our gospel today continues, etong nangyari. After teaching them about humility, teaching them about having the attitude of a child, not childishness, but childlikeness in humility, sumagot na kaagad si John. And this is the response of John. So Jesus was teaching them about humility. You have to be like a little child. And our gospel today picks up yung sagot ni John kay Jesus. Etong sagyo niya. Teacher, said John, we saw a man driving out demons in your name. And we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said. No one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. I tell you the truth, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ will certainly not lose his reward. Ang layo sa topic. Jesus was teaching about humility. He was confronting them of that proud attitude that you want to be great, you want to be spectacular, you want to be number one. And Jesus was teaching them the way up is to go down. And you know, John, medyo na-confront siguro siya, he started to change the subject. Uh, ganyan din ako minsan. You know, the primate, pag kinoconfront ako ni primate, may nakita siyang bagay na mali sa buhay ko. Then he would start to confront me. He would start to talk to me about that thing. Chini-change ko yung topic. 
Okay? Kasi medyo masakit. Alam mo naman si primate, misa pag nagsalita, because he speaks the truth, masakit talaga. The truth really hurts. And so pag ayaw ko na yung confrontation, hindi ko na kaya yung confrontation niya sa akin, I change the subject. Maiba ako. Then I'll talk something. And si primate naman, sinasakyan niya yan, pero ibabalik ka pa rin niya. Babalik kayo dun sa pinag-uusapan niyo. And the same thing with Christ. You know, I, I look at John and I said, Oh, this is me. Ako to ah. Jesus was talking about humility. He was talking, confronting them. You have to humble yourself. Then John said, ah, Lord, ah, kanina ba? May nakita kaming tao. He was casting out demons in your name. And we, we, we told him to stop what he's doing because he's not one of us. He's not following us. Okay? Change topic. And this is what Jesus told him. Sabi niya, do not stop him. Okay? There are two things we have to learn about stumbling block and obstacles. Today, Jesus is teaching us not to be a stumbling block to others. Wag kang maging obstacle, wag kang maging stumbling block sa iba. And there are two people that he talks about na wag ka talaga maging stumbling block sa kanila. The first group of people that you don't have to be, you, you should not be a stumbling block to them, are the people who are involved in ministry. Sabi ni John, I, I saw this guy, he was casting out demons in your name. And he's not part of our group. Hindi siya kasama sa circle natin. Ha? Bakit ginagawa niya yan? We, we stop him. We deter him. And you know, sometimes we do that because we believe we belong to a certain group. And anybody who does not dress up like us, anybody who does not talk like us, you know, they're not part of us. And he said he was casting out demon. Can you imagine this? This guy was casting out, he was fighting evil in the name of Jesus. Nakita niyo yung ginagawa ng tao na to. He was fighting evil, he was fighting demonic forces in the name of Jesus. And they said, well, he cannot do that because he's not part of our small circle. And parang sinasabi ni John, ito yung circle natin, Lord, hindi nga siya sumusunod sa atin. Hindi niya nga sinabi, hindi siya sumusunod sa iyo. Sabi niya, he's not following us. You know, he's not part of our group. He's not part of our circle. And this is what Jesus Christ said. Jesus said, no. No one. He says here that, you know, don't stop him. No one who does miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. For everyone, whoever is not against us is for us. What Jesus did was enlarge the circle. Kasama yan natin. You know, sometimes ang liit ng circle natin. Tayo-tayo lang. But we have to understand God has other children. And they are part of our family. We may not know them, we may not understand them, but they're part of us. And Jesus Christ said, no, no, the circle is bigger. This guy na sinasabi niyong labas sa circle ninyo, actually kasama natin yan. Because anyone who is not against us is with us. This guy is fighting evil. We are also fighting evil. This guy knows that the name of Jesus alone will suffice to fight evil. 
eh, da- dahil hindi siya officially member, you cast him out. No, Jesus Christ said no. It's a bigger circle. He's part of us. Do not be a stumbling block to him. He is doing his ministry. Amen? You may not understand him. You may not know him. But he's doing that. Then sabi ni Lord, whoever you know, gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ will certainly not lose his reward. In other words, whoever does something good to you also is going to be part of us. They will be rewarded. In other words, the circle is bigger. Huwag masyadong inggit. Minsan naiinggit tayo ang galing-galing ng ministry niya. Eh, eto mga apostles, one time they could not even cast out an evil spirit. Meron silang kinakast out na evil spirit and the spirit will not leave. Hindi nila kaya. But this guy they're talking about, he is able to cast out spirits in the name of Christ. Medyo naingit. Hindi sila officially, hindi sila ordained. Yung term dyan. Hindi sila official, hindi sila ordained. You know, why are they doing this? Well, Christ said, you know, they're part of us. So do not stop them. Do not be a stumbling block to others. In particular, those who are doing the work of the kingdom. Those who are now manifesting the power of the kingdom. You may not understand their ministry, but if they're not against you, they are for you and with you. Okay? Then, itong ginawa ni Jesus, binalik niya ulit kay John yung topic about children. Kasi alam mo si John, he was avoiding conflict. So, iniba niya yung subject. And then Jesus, in the next verses, itong sabi ni Jesus, And if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone tied around his neck. What is he saying here? He goes back to the children again. Do not be a stumbling block to others. Do not be a stumbling block to those who are in ministry. Those who are now mature in Christ, displaying the power of the kingdom. And most importantly, do not be a stumbling block to children. Amen? When you talk of children, yes, it's literal children, but also it could mean those who are still young in the Lord, starting out in their relationship with Christ, starting out in their life in the kingdom of God. Wala pa masyadong alam. Do not be a stumbling block to them also. And Jesus said, if you do, mas mabuti pang talian mo yung liig mo ng bato at itapon mo yung sarili mo sa dagat might as well die, you know. Don't cause one of these little ones. We know how important the children are in the heart of Christ. Amen? That's why every Sunday I grieve. I grieve so much because I don't see children anymore in the church. Amen? I look forward and I, we pray that one day our children would come and worship with us again. How many of you pray that? Yes. I look forward to that day. Alam mo, bilang isang pastor, one of the things I've noticed about children, pagpasok ko sa church, the only people who would run to me and embrace me and kiss me 
and say all things to me are the children. Wala pa akong nakitang adult na tumakbo talaga, Father John! And embrace me. Wala. Wala akong nakikita. Minsan nakikita ko sa mga adult, pag nakita ka parang, Oy! Oy! Yung mga bata, they don't do that. The children, when they love someone, when they like someone, they really show it. Walang, walang inhibition ng bata. After the Mass, pagkatapos ng Misa, I would, what I would do is, magre-recessional ako, then I stay at the door. Why? Because I would like to greet the people when they go home. You know what happens after the Mass, when I stay at the back? The children, hindi pa tapos yung kanta, they will already run at the back and magpapauna-una sila, sino ang unang mag-bless sa kamay ko? I have never seen the adults do that. Yeah. Ako, ako, Father, mag-bless ako, Father. I don't see the adults do that. I only see that in children. They would run and pipila sila, mag-bless sa akin. You know? So I, I now understand why Christ loves the children because they love Him too. Amen? And this is something we need to understand. If there is someone very close to the heart of Christ, it's the children. That's why Jesus said, the kingdom of God belongs to the little ones. And Jesus warns anybody. He warns us, do not be a stumbling block to the children. Okay? So don't be a stumbling block to others. Secondly, Itong sinabi niya. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell where the fire never goes out. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. What is Jesus trying to say? Secondly, do not be a stumbling block to yourself. Okay? Sometimes, in journeying in the path that God gives us, tayo mismo ang naglalagay ng obstacle sa buhay natin. Don't be a stumbling block to others and also do not be a stumbling block to yourself. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Ako, napakabigat nun. Did Jesus mean that literally? Well, sometimes it has to apply literally. I remember the Bishop of Canterbury, Bishop John Cranmer, the one who authored our Book of Common Prayer. Yung ginagamit natin sa daily office, prayers yan ni Bishop Cranmer. So he was imprisoned because he would not bow to the king and the queen. He would not allow them to sin. And so nagalit yung king sa kanya, pinakulong siya. Because he is not a yes man to sin. He will always say no to sin. And so the king had him in prison. And the queen at the time, yung bagong asawa ng hari, was so wicked, parang Jezebel sa panahon nila. Sa sobrang galit niya sa archbishop, sabi niya, o sige, pirmahan mo lang to. Ilalabas na kita sa kulungan. So sabi ng bishop, eh, nabugbog na yung bishop doon sa loob. Eh. Sabi niya, ano yan? Eh, parang ano lang, parang uh, nagsosorry ka lang. 
and just sign this, permahan mo lang, then everything is fine. So what the bishop did was pumirma yung bishop, si, John, uh, si Thomas Cranmer. No? He signed. Pagtapos niya mag-sign, sabi ng queen, now burn him at stake, sunugin niyo na siya. Sabi niya, ano yung pinirmahan ko? Ah, pinirmahan mo dito, parang rinirenounce mo na yung faith mo. He was fooled. Dinoko siya. Okay? Yan ang tandaan natin palagi. Meron tayong bagong word ngayon. Asintangatik. Alam mo yung asintangatik? Yung linoloko ka na, minsan giniji ka na, wara ka pa rin response. No? Asintangatik. No? Linoloko ka na, eh, walang response, napapaloko ka pa rin. Ayun na nga. Mukha ka ng tanga, hindi mo pa rin alam. Asin, tangatik. And, and, and Cranmer was fooled. He, he signed something, akala niya, parang nagsosori lang siya. What he signed was a document saying that lahat ng ginawa kong prayer na yan, hindi totoo yan. Heresy yan. Lahat ng sinabi ko, hindi totoo. I renounce what I said. And so, pagkatapos niyang pumirma, susunugin pa rin siya. So he was brought to the, the, the stake. He was going to be burned. Nung sinindihan na yung apoy, alam mo yung ginawa ni, ni Cranmer, he took his hand. Kinuha niya to. Sabi niya, bago masunog ang katawan ko, eto muna sunugin. Why? Because this hand has offended God. Itong nag-tridor, itong pumirma. I mean, susunugin ka na, ha? buong katawan. Eh bakit unahin mo muna yung kamay mo? So sinunog niya yon kamay niya. Inuna niya muna habang umaapoy na hindi pa umakit sa katawan niya. Kinuha niyang kamay niya, sinunong niya, This hand has offended God. I will not enter the kingdom of God with this hand. And he quoted this scripture. Ito yung kinote niya. Literally, sinunog niya. Sigaw siya ng sigaw dahil sakit. Then after the hand was consumed, umakyat na yung apoy sa katawan niya, hindi na siya sumigaw nung yung apoy na sa katawan niya. Sabi niya, ito para kay Lord na to. You understand what I'm saying? But, we don't have to be literal. We have to also look at the figurative meaning of this. What does the hand represent? The hand represents what you do. Sometimes what we do in life is an obstacle to God's purpose for your life. Now, if what you're doing is an obstacle, you know, you better cut off. You better stop what you're doing. I've heard of doctors working in an abortion clinic. Nagtatrabaho sila sa mga abortion clinic. And you know, ang, ang ganda ng kita nila, mayaman pag nag-work ka sa abortion clinic. And finally, they nakokonsyensya na sila. They started to let go of the job. Ayaw na namin yan. Mali yan eh. Now, they're suffering. Wala silang trabaho. Walang tatanggap na hospital sa kana. And they say, it's okay. You know, I cut that off. I'm not going to do that work anymore. If your foot would cause you to sin, Cut your foot out. What does it mean? What does the feet represent? It represents the places that you go to, the people that you visit, the places and people you hang out with. Sometimes many of the things, the places we go to and the people that we, you know, nakakahulubilo natin, they lead us away from Christ and from His purposes in our life. And sometimes you just got to say, I'm not going to this place anymore. I'm not going to go to these people anymore. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. What does the eye represent? It represents the things that you see and enters your mind. Uh, during my college days, 
wild. I was wild. We would, wala mga bata dito, we would take drugs, we would smoke marijuana, and we would listen to music. May music kami. Pinapabalik-balik yung music na yan. And we get high. So, when finally I gave up on drugs, I gave up on, on smoking marijuana, you know, I was already working in the ministry. My life has been renewed. One day, nakita ko yung tape, yung music na palagi namin pinipikinggan. So, I, I sabi ko, ito yung tape ko ng college. So, pina, pinakinggan ko. And the music was there. I love the music so much. Ang ganda talaga ng music. So, I listened to it for a couple of hours. Hindi na ako nagmamariwana, hindi na ako nagda-drugs, but listening to the music got me high. Why? Nakaukit na sa utak ko yung music na yan, kasama yung drugs. So, there are music that you listen to. It may be harmless, but eventually, sa pakikinig ng pakikinig, it draws you away. Nawawala yung gana mo sa Diyos. Eh. And you know, sometimes, I, I, had, I had to let go of that music. I have to burn it. Hindi na ako makikinig niyan. Why? Nahahay ako eh. It reminds me of a very bad past that I have. So if your mind causes you to sin, you know, just let go of it. So those are the two things I would like you to remember today. You know, God has a purpose for your life, but don't be a stumbling block to others because God has also a purpose for them. Don't be a stumbling block to them, to those working for the kingdom of God, and to the children starting out in the kingdom of God. And also do not be a stumbling block to yourself. Shall we start?